Hi, my name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and filmmaker. Today I'm at the Teton County Library with the opening of the Teton Photography Club exhibit in the gallery here. And today we're going to have a bunch of people and hosts and a big event. I'm going to show you around the room, show you what the photographs are, and tell you a little bit about the Photography Club and introduce you to people. I'm here at the Photography Club opening, the Teton Photography Club. I'll put a link to that, and very soon there'll be a bunch of people here talking about their uh, talking about their photographs and the event. And it's pretty interesting. It's always fun to travel around and experience these sort of things. So if you wouldn't take a moment and hit subscribe on my channel and leave me a comment and let me know how I'm doing, take you on a little bit of a travel. So I'm just gonna tour you through some of the photos here. Lauren Nelson, Idaho Road. Yeah. And now I'm gonna tour you through some of the photos. Lauren Nelson, Idaho Road. Beth Holmes, Old Bear. Ben Nardi, Untitled Tree Reflection. Tim Labasi, Berry Creek Fire. Susan Papa, Wrangler Horses. Rachel Dunlop, Osprey. Lewis Brad, Drip Dry. Randy Isaacson, Reaching for the Grand Prism. Tim Labasi, Dinner Delivery. Anna Sullivan, Sunset Antler Motel. Christine Page, Winter Gray. And we'll come up over here. Candace Brad, Young Love. Gigi Halloran, Rainbow. All right, we'll cruise on over here. All right. Rachel Dunlop, Raven. Unmarked cowboy rider in front of the Tetons. Near, looks like Cascade Canyon. Kenny Jones, Mighty Bison. Christine Page, Canyonland Storm. And Huntina Tuttle, Curious. So we have Christine Page here with her photograph of Winter Gray. Hi, Christine. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. So can you tell us about your photograph here? Um, okay, this was taken over in Teton Valley on the quiet side of the Tetons on a cold winter day. And a friend in the photography club clued me into the location of this owl. I drove up. He, 
he, my friend, was there, and I didn't see the owl until he pointed it out, because I was looking in the trees. <laughs> but the owl, the owl was in this uh, barn and just hanging out, um, hunting, actually, hunting from the barn, looking for mice, looking for voles. And it was a beautiful snowy day, and it, I just like the grays on grays, the mono, um, monotone nature of the, of the photo. So let me make an adjustment here. Okay, so can you tell me uh, what what type of camera you use? Are you um, you know whatever you might use? Uh, are you always doing wildlife? What kind of photography do you enjoy? I mean, this is a really beautiful photograph. Well, thank you for that. Um, it was a Canon 70D, so a crop sensor camera. It's a fairly old model, but uh, it's what I have in my kit uh, with a. Um, a uh, Tamron 150 to 600 um, on it and needed every bit of that to get the owl and then it's a, a cropped photo on top of that. Um, so, but I, but it did give me a fair amount of that lens gave me a fair amount of, of clarity so that I could crop in. And um, I love wildlife most of all, uh, a little bit of landscape. Um, um, anything nature, anything outdoors, as well as a little bit of adventure photography and travel photography. Um, and as much as I love wildlife, and wildlife is my reason for being, I'm very much an amateur wildlife photographer and working on it. And doesn't look like very amateur to me. Now, can you, I'm looking at the composition here. Uh, how come you didn't put the owl in the center? Um, uh, a center might work for a, a really beautiful symmetry, uh, just depending on the on the composition. But this particular um, photo begged a different kind of composition, um, and so given the horizontal nature of it, I wanted the owl over to the side. And um, I think that the the fence patterns and uh, complement the the streaking on his breast and um, I just I like the kind of uh, traditional um, um, thirds uh, sort of sort of composition on, on this nice now I notice I, I mean it doesn't it, I'm just being simplistic here but it doesn't look like a phone photo because the backgrounds real blurry how do you achieve that so this was taken with a um, pretty um, tight aperture um, using a, a, a wide open aperture that, so that you get a less depth of field and so you can focus on your, your subject but blur out the background. Interesting. Okay, well thank you very much Christine and uh, congratulations on making it into the exhibition. Well, thank you very much. All right, we've got uh, Randy Isaacson here with his photo, Reaching for the Grand Prism. Congratulations on making it into the show, Randy. Thank you very much. So, uh, so we'll flip back and forth. So, so uh, t tell us about your photograph and what part you take in the uh, Teton Photography Club. Well, in the Teton Photography Club, I'm the director of the Peer Mentor Program. Uh, and I'd like to say that I've gotten a whole lot better because of the people that are in the Peer Mentor Program. Uh, I've taken pictures at Grand Prismatic, God, it seems like hundreds of them, um, but I found that many of them are just like everybody else's. So this one, taking it just so that you can see the blue at the edge there, makes it a little bit different. So 
In the last three years, working with the people in the Teton Photography Club and the peer mentors, I've learned to try to get pictures that are a little different from your standard, iconic, all the places kind of pictures, whether it's Oxbow or Schwabacher's Landing or Grand Prismatic. I think it's, it's nice to try to find it from a little different angle. Can you tell us, uh, you, you mentioned the peer mentor program. That sounds kind of interesting. What is that? Peer mentor program I started about three years ago. Um, I actually did some peer mentoring when I was in uh, pro a professor in the university. And I found that it was really good to learn from other people that were kind of just like you. And we started out with six people three years ago. Um, and it gradually grew. And in fact, this year, uh, we've had to to kind of divide it in half and we've got a total of about 35, 40 people that are involved in it. All amateur photographers sometimes will have visits from professional photographers, but it's mostly amateur photographers that learn from one another because we're all a little different in terms of what we're good at. So uh, does, it, does it cost anything to be part of that? Is it an educational program? How does that all play out? It's not really an educational program. The only thing that costs is making sure that you're a member of the Teton Photography Club uh, and that you've got it's either the second Wednesday of the month or the fourth Wednesday of the month if you are willing to make a commitment to be there most of the time. What we try to do is not people just come for one or two shows, but rather that they've made the commitment that they get to know the people. We get like this Saturday, we'll go out on a photo shoot together. And if, you, if you're willing to make that kind of a commitment and get involved in it, we'd be glad to have you. Well, thank you very much, Randy, and congratulations for being in the show. Thank you very much. It was fun. All right, we're here with Rachel Dunlop with her photo Osprey. Hi, Rachel, how are you? Hey, Aaron, I'm good, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, could you tell us a little bit about your photo, please? Sure, so this is um, a black and white, as you can see, of an Osprey fishing. And this was taken here in Jackson Hole, in fact, at the Jackson Lake Dam um, this last spring, when I was waiting for something else to happen. So it's one of those photos that were serendipitous because I was sitting and waiting with a bunch of photographers for $3.99 to come out of the bushes. She'd been sort of disappeared into the Willow Flats and we were all expecting her to keep coming towards the dam. So we were all sitting around waiting. And whilst we were waiting, these osprey were just fishing over the ponds. And so I had a 600 mil lens on me. So I just looked up and shot it and I got some really nice shots. And this is one of the examples of that. Nice. So, so how did you get it so sharp and, I mean, far away? My bird photos always look like junk. <laughs> um, well, I, I am a bit of a bird aficionado. Like, I do shoot birds a lot. So I've been honing my skills on shooting birds for a while. Um, so, yeah, practice. It's all it takes. It's just practice. Yeah. Okay. What kind of settings would you say if somebody was just watching this, like, okay, how do I get your shot? Yeah, um, well you need a fast shutter speed because the bird is hovering, so this is probably at least one in a thousand. Uh, and you're going to need um, probably about an f7.1 so you can get most of the bird in focus and then the ISO will just have to compensate for that. So this was on a pretty bright sunny day. As you can see from the background, um, it's pretty blurred but there was bright sky, so it was probably ISO of maybe 600 500 not very high okay and uh, what, what kind of camera lens do you have to have for this 
Yeah, so I have a Canon 5D Mark III, which is a full frame camera, and then I stick on it a Tamron 150 to 600 mil. Um, and I've shot this probably at around 450, 500 mil. Yeah, handheld actually. Um, so you can shoot that lens handheld, but you, um, you want to have a high shutter speed to do that and, and get a sharp image. Cool, okay, and also I uh, understand you're part of the uh, Teton Photography Club. Could you tell us a little bit about what you do there? Yeah, so I'm a member of the executive committee of the Teton Photography Club here in Jackson, and um, I do some of the social media and look after a bit, bits of the website. There's a whole bunch of us that do that. You are one of them, obviously. Um, and I just try to look after the Facebook page as well. So a bit of the social media stuff is what I do. Cool. Okay. Well, congratulations on making it into the show. Thank you for sharing, Rachel. Thanks, Aaron. So we're here with Ben. Oh, we're here with Ben Nardi. His uh, photo, Untitled Tree Reflection. How are you doing, Ben? Good. Good. How are you to say? Good. 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 Thanks. Hey. So, can you tell us a little bit about your photo, where it was taken? Give us a lowdown on this thing. Okay. Well, this is uh, this is uh, String Lake Reflection. And this was taken about two, three years ago up on String Lake. Uh, I use a Nikon D750. Uh, I think I had probably my 50 millimeter lens on. Uh, the light was just right. Uh, the colors, really, uh, really a lot of contrasty colors, I thought. And uh, it worked out really well being a, horiz uh, a vertical uh, a portrait style uh, picture. Uh, just typical string lake, I guess, uh, taken late September. And then, uh, so I'll just hold so I can go back and forth with some queued up questions. So, so uh, t tell us, uh, how did you get into this? And a uh, little bit about the Teton Photography Group, if you don't mind. Okay, well, I've been involved with photography since probably 1969, 1970. Uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, I had a studio up in Haver, Montana. Uh, doing mainly portrait and wedding photography uh, in a time in an area where the economy was very depressed so I got dropped out of it um, about 2000 my son got into digital photography and 2005 I bought my first digital camera uh, and it's been downhill from there uh, when I moved I was living in Montana for 10 years I moved back here in 2015 and uh, got involved with the club about then and uh, really have enjoyed it. It's, uh, I like the aspect, uh, as I said earlier, uh, of working with others, uh, the critiques, uh, helping, you know, constructive criticism, if that's uh, uh, not an oxymoron or what. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyways, uh, I like that we can sit down and say, hey, I like this, I don't like that, here's how I would have done it, or how do you look at have you tried it this way? Um, and, and I think that helps people learn and expand. Uh, the peer mentor group uh, has their monthly uh, uh, homework assignment, uh, which pushes us to do things maybe that we're not comfortable with. Uh, so does it, has the club really made you a better photographer, you would say? I would say a better digital photographer. You know, uh, uh, with my roots being in film, uh, moving, making the, the switch to digital was quite, uh, I don't want to say cumbersome, but it was a task. The, the learning curve was kind of steep. Uh, uh, 
Well, it's good to know so you can get a lot about out of this experience and then you get the, the opportunity to show off your photographs for the rest of the people in town. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I said in the newspaper interview was that uh, what I like about this is, this uh, particular exhibition, is it gives a lot of people a chance for some exposure to get their work out there that, you know, maybe uh, they might not know. Uh, give them a chance maybe to sell a ph photograph or two uh, and expand, you know, and push their limits uh, to uh, uh, empower their abilities. Um, and I think that's important. Nice. Okay. Thank you very much, Ben, and congratulations for getting in the exhibition. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, we're here with uh, Lauren Nelson, the past president of the Teton Photography Club. How are you doing, Lauren? I'm doing great, Aaron. Good, good. So uh, congratulations on getting one of your images in here. Would you mind telling us a little bit about it, please? Yeah, this was from a, a trip last summer uh, up to central Idaho, and we were driving around in some of the backcountry roads, and I came across this great road and a sign that pointed down to town. I couldn't pass that up, and it was perfect uh, for a monochrome image. And then, uh, so how come you didn't put the road in the middle and kind of line things up? I just have such a bad eye. You know, I, I was looking for this coming out of the corner, and that was my primary composition, was shooting out of the corner, uh, and then, you know, making the clouds really the, the central feature, using the road more like a leading line up to the clouds. Okay. And then, uh, wh why'd you choose black and white? I mean, color always seems to be the thing. Isn't black and white a little passe? Um, again, it was it was the detail of the way the sun was hitting the cloud up here and, and uh, the, the little rainstorm that was happening up here that somehow it just made it look like monochrome would be a natural for that one. Okay. And then, so you're the past president of the Teton Photography Club. Could you give us just a quick snapshot of where this thing came from and where do you think it's going? Well, we started six years ago. A group of about a dozen photographers got together, uh, decided that we would like to share images and talk about our love for photography. So we uh, got together at the Art Association. We formalized uh, a meeting plan over the next year. And since then, we've had a public monthly meeting every month uh, for the last six years. Okay, thank you very much, Lauren, and uh, congratulations on getting into this event. Thank you, Aaron. So we were here with David Navertil, the current president of the Teton Photography Club at the gallery opening in the Teton County Library. How are you doing, David? Um, I'm doing great tonight. How are you doing, Aaron? Great, thanks. So can you tell us a little bit about this event? Well, it's the second annual, and I think this year we had about three to four times as many entries as we had last year. Uh, so we have a lot of excellent photos, but I think it was really uh, a trend up and to the right with a lot more people entering, a lot of good, uh, a lot of just excellent photos. So. Cool. so can you tell us a little bit about the Teton Photography Club and what your plans are as president for it? Well, okay, since I've only been in the job, I guess, about two weeks, uh, <laughs> we're, we're still maybe in the planning stages, but uh, we, we want to continue the good work that Lauren and the other founders did, so we certainly don't want to let go of any of that, but I think the other thing is uh, we're going to have an event on November 20th, another little, uh, a very simple online contest, so we're really looking for everybody to come out for that, and uh, we're going to have some fun that night, I think, so... A few surprises, maybe some awards, and maybe even some cocktails and pizza or something. So we really want to see everybody, as many members locally, on November 20th. 
And then also, could you just give us a little bit of overview of the Teton Photography Club, what's uh, the objective and what, why, it, uh, why it's around and what it does for people? Well, I think the big thing is we want, uh, you know, it's a collaboration and, a, you know, social meeting of a lot of, you know, photographers in the area. Uh, some people are obviously more advanced, but we're, everybody's trying to work together to get better at photography and do a lot of sharing about good practices, uh, even things like uh, ethical shooting in the parks and, and that type of thing. So there's a lot of different programs. I mean, you probably talked, uh, interviewed Randy about the Pyramentor program, uh, but I think all in all, it's just a uh, gathering of like-minded people. So. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much, David, and uh, look forward to the upcoming programs. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. So as you can see, the Teton Photography Club has a lot going on. This exhibition at the, the Teton County Library is really pretty impressive. Hope you've enjoyed the visit with some of the members and winners that got into this gallery. My name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and filmmaker. Please like, comment, and subscribe to my channel. And also, please support me on Venmo, PayPal, and Patreon. Thank you very much for watching. Thank <laughs> you.